ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
It's testimony time, hallelujah. And this morning, we want to recognize the grace of God that rests mightily upon us, that makes it possible for us to stand and to live. And that grace is the grace that rests upon our Father, Bishop Dagwood Mills. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 1 and 2, the Bible says that we should not be ignorant of how our fathers were, were able to rest under a cloud and walk through a sea. You see, the cloud that makes it possible for us to operate 
is the cloud that is upon a certain person. The difficulties that we are able to go through, the many seas that are able to part for us to find our way is because of the grace on somebody. And in verse 2 of 1 Corinthians 10, the Bible says that it is because they were all baptized unto as Moses. Can you lift up your hands and celebrate God? Just thank God for this grace. Thank God for this grace. I think about it, I think about it, and I feel blessed. I think about it, and I feel blessed. I think about it, and I feel blessed. There's something that is going to work for you this morning. You are going to go find yourself on the other side of the sea in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, just type in the comment bar, Prophet, don't stop. And this morning, our first testimony saying, Prophet, don't stop praying for us. Our sister, Grace Love Okain from the Ayikuma Ramatown region shares a testimony that happened two years ago at the Good Friday Miracle Service. So she invited her aunt to the service, but her aunt for some reason couldn't make it to the service. So she carried the communion elements that Prophet had blessed, added the prayers that Prophet had spoken, and gave it to her aunt as a package. Her aunt also went to her shop sprinkled the communion element all over her shop and began to play the prayers she was playing the prayers when she fell asleep in that shop right there she woke up in that shop as well while the prayers were still playing and what she noticed when she woke up was that she realized that there were a pool of black dead ants huge ones that were all over the shop and she didn't know where they came from but this aunt who was struggling to find customers right after these prayers right after this encounter right after this experience she was able to now say that my stock is running out i'm running out of stock i have too many customers i see things changing for you i see every prayer that has been spoken by a prophet working for you too in the mighty name of jesus now secondly, our second testimony, we are saying prophets don't stop appointing pastors. And this testimony is coming from yours truly, Pastor Jerry himself. Oh, I thought you'd be clapping. I remember how I got saved. I was listening to a message that our prophet had preached. I was struggling, I was struggling. I didn't know how to find my way. I wanted to stop sinning I couldn't but one night my pastor told me when you go home play prophets message just keep listening to it and I told myself this thing I've heard it before but I went to the room and I did it I woke up the next morning and the things that I was struggling to stop the life that I was struggling to let let go of by the grace of God was totally totally old to me I became born again I don't know how but there's a supernatural power that made it possible for me to be saved but it didn't stop there the journey continued 2012 homecoming prophet had just finished ministering the last night and then he made an altar call to welcome some of us anybody who wanted to be trained in Anakazo Bible and Ministry Training Center. I don't know how. I was sitting right next to my pastor. I don't know how or what managed to pick me up from my seat. But before I knew it, I was right in front receiving prayers from prophets. And then the next week, I had enrolled to be trained to become a pastor. By the grace of God, 
I said, by the grace of God, it was four long, hard, and amazing years. I'm standing here today, appointed as a pastor. The hand of my prophet rested mightily on me in 2017, October. And I'm standing here as a pastor, trying to do my best for God. I don't know what your situation is. I don't know where you find yourself. You may not even be part of this church, part of this commission, but the grace of God is sufficient. And I pray that the grace of God that did it for my, my sister's aunt, that did it for me, is also going to do it for you to where you are. If you believe it, just lift up your hands and begin to receive the grace of God. The grace of God. The grace of God. The grace of God. Celebrate God this morning for very amazing testimonies. Prophet, we say we love you. Prophet, we say we honor you. Every testimony that we share, everything that we have is because of you and we are grateful to God for your life. Celebrate God with me this morning for the life of our prophet in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Wow. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Are you enjoying the special service we are having today? Today we have gathered from all over the world from England, America, specifically Zambia, Tanzania, Oyibi, Koferudua, Adenta, from everywhere. And we have all come together on the Makane Church International Facebook page to honor our father and our prophet, Bishop Dagwood Mills as he celebrates his birthday and we say daddy happy birthday to you we love you everything everyone is seeing is because of your life and we bless god for you clap your hands as we honor our pastor and our father and we are saying prophet don't stop don't stop preaching don't stop going don't stop rebuking us don't stop guiding us don't stop loving us don't stop preaching to us and above all above all don't stop the camps we love the camps clap your hands for Jesus hallelujah oh your hand clap is weak well the service is going on there's a lot for you just relax and enjoy them as they come but as you are relaxing at this point i want you to help me welcome kimberly to bless us with a song clap your hands and let's welcome our latest star from first love church
Wow. Clap your hands. Clap your hands for Kimberly. Keep clapping your hands. Keep clapping your hands. Are you expecting God to speak to you today? Today we are having a special service to honor our father, our pastor, our evangelist, our prophet, our apostle, our teacher, and our covering. And uh, we are joined by families, church families in Bindura, Titungwiza, Harare, Lusaka, Foxdale, Dar es Salaam, and all over. And I want to thank God for this gift God gave us many, many years ago. And many of you joined the train at different points. But the train is headed for heaven and headed for the destiny God prepared for you. And this morning, I am preaching from this book, one of the latest in the loyalty and disloyalty series. And the title is Those Who Honor You those who honor you and I'm preaching a message on honor and I need everyone to listen to me very 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 carefully before a problem comes if you don't pay attention to this message it can cost you your destiny the word honor should be in the vocabulary of every Christian. Merriam Webster defines honor or describes honor or to honor someone says it is to regard or treat someone with admiration and respect. To regard or treat someone with admiration and respect. Another meaning of the word honor is to give special recognition to someone. To give special recognition to someone. I want to encourage you to get this book and read it. You see, because how your life pans out, how your life turns out will directly be because of your honor attitude. You know, I'm very educated by the grace of God. And I've met very educated people also. And in my lifetime, I've also met very uneducated people. 
And I can tell you that the conclusion I have come to is that education does not determine the outcome of a person's life or the lack of it. There is something more powerful than education. In my lifetime, I have also encountered very beautiful women. Very beautiful women. I've been a pastor for close to 30 years. You can imagine the types of women I have seen. <laughs> and I've also encountered human beings. <laughs> and I've come to a conclusion. These are all my personal journeys. That beauty has nothing to do with how, or let me put it this way, whether a person gets a job or a woman marries or doesn't marry has nothing to do with the shape of the nose or how the eyes are silhouetted. Your two eyes can be white, but you may not get a man to marry you. I know personally a lady, one eye is red and the other one is white. She's got four children. <laughs> Listen to me very carefully. Something bigger than education or beauty or even Wealth, something bigger than wealth, defines the destiny of a man. And that is blessings and curses. Those who know it are riding high. Those who know it but refuse to believe it are suffering the consequences. Two powers that are the overarching determinants of our lives. Two powers. Blessings and curses. You see somebody, somebody, somebody watching me. You've gone to school, ah, but you can't get a job. Or you have earned money, ah, but you can't point to anything you have done with the money. Because even the sense to use money is a result of a blessing or a curse on your life. So one of the things we do in life, for those of us who understand blessings and curses, is that we, 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 we travel along roads that lead to blessings. And one of the roads that will bring blessings into your life is the road of honor. Honoring. Especially recognizing the input of fathers and mothers. 
Paul told the church in Ephesus. He said, honor your father and your mother so that it will be well with you. I'm sure you know by now that hard work does not determine whether a person will be rich or not. The people who are the poorest in the world are the most hardworking. Very hardworking. It's not hard work. I believe in hard work. I work very hard. But that is not what determines the outcome of your prosperity. If there's a curse on your life, working 24 hours a day will never amount to anything. Living in America, living in Boston or Brecon is not what determines your level of wealth. If you are in Brecon and there's a curse on you, you will never do well. There are people who live in Ghana and send dollars abroad. That's why today, the title of the message I'm preaching is very simple. And I've selected it because you need to listen carefully for a few minutes. And I'm preaching from this book, Those Who Honor You. And the title of the message I'm preaching today is the results of dishonor. The results of dishonor. Those of you who don't take time off to confer recognition and 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 you don't take time off to notice the things fathers and mothers do to you. And you readily swipe them away. Today, I came to bring you a message. I'm reading from chapter 11. That if you dishonor, if you fail to recognize the input made by people who are responsible for where you are, the breast you drank from the, the words from the pastor which has formed you that even today the title you have where did you get it from? Where? Where? who gave the title to you? listen very carefully you see they were looking for something God said they, God was looking for something and he couldn't find it. And he sent Malachi. In Malachi chapter 1. Let me read it to you. I can't believe that God couldn't find something. In verse 6, he said, A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? It's like my honor is lost. I can't find it. So where are my shoes? Where's my phone? 
Where is my honor? And there are some of you watching, your mother is asking you, where is my honor? It's lost. Your father is asking you, as you have moved from Nkoranza to live in Accra, where is the honor? I'm asking you, where is it? Let me read the definition again. Where is it? Where is the regard? Where is the admiration? Where is the respect? I like this one. Where is the special recognition? Where is it in your life? Is it in your room? Is it in your handbag? Is it in your bank account? Where is the honor? I'm asking you a question. Where is it? The honor that you must give your father. Where is it? What have you done with it? And based on what you've done with it, it will either be well with you or it will never be well with you. It will never be well. You can paint your face. You can bleach your face. You can wear a wig. You can wear a mitre. Whatever you will do, it will never be well with you in the marriage you are entering. You've damned your mother and you have gone to wear a ring. But there is somebody listening to me right now. When that question is asked, that where is my honor? You say, oh, my honor is with you. I brought it. I've honored you. Time has already failed me. But I hope to get another chance to teach you what it means to honor. When you say you are honoring your father and you are honoring your mother, what does it mean? But maybe I can read a few things. Let me just read some the, the titles of the book. When you say you are honoring your father or you are honoring your pastor or you are honoring, like, like today, we are honoring our, 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 our father and our founder. If you are honoring your father, what does it mean? It means you are thinking properly. That's the first definition. To honor your father means to think properly. Yeah. Some of you you don't think properly. Your mind doesn't work well. Your mind doesn't work well when it comes to your father. It's like you have added your father to your classmates or you have added your father to your uncles. Your mind is not working well. To, you know, many years ago, I, I listened to one pastor called Mike Medock. And I was blessed by something he said. He said, a father should never lie on the floor and play with his children on the floor. A father should never play with his children on the floor for more than 15 minutes. Once you cross 15 minutes, you are creating a problem for your children. They will, they will not know the difference between you and them. Because their mind will spoil. So if you are a father, you must time. As you are playing, 14 minutes, then you stop. <laughs> you honor somebody by acknowledging him. And there's nothing in the Bible that talks about honor your good father or your bad father. Say, honor your father. You see, some, we say somebody is a father when 
He is the reason why you exist. So I've got children. My spermatozoon produce them. Even their heads may be big, but I give birth to them. They owe the shape of the head to my existence. <laughs> I'll preach beer today. He may be a drunkard, but he's your father. She may be a prostitute, but she's your father. She may irritate you often, but she's your mother. Yeah. He may annoy you often, but he's your father. Some of you who are not doing well are blaming your exam you failed. But it's not true. Ah, but you even went to school and you failed. Someone hasn't been to school at all. He's riding high. To honor someone means to acknowledge him. To honor someone means to adapt to him. You, you change your style to suit him. He shouldn't change his life to suit you. Foolish girl. You change your life. You have to reorganize your life to suit him. If he's your father. And I, I've defined it. I said, a father is someone who is the reason why you exist? And you, you know yourself, you exist in many forms. Somebody was asked a question about, he was the president of a country, and he was asked a question about something in the country, or something happening. And he asked the journalist, are you asking the question, are you asking me as a human being, or you are asking me as a president? Because he is a human being, he's also a president, he's also a father. So based on where you are directing the question, he has an answer for you. Yeah. Because you exist as a church member. Somebody made you exist as a church member. Somebody made you exist as a pastor. Somebody made you exist as a pastor. Even if that man is smoking Indian hemp today, you have to honor him. Foolish man. Listen to me very carefully. And as you are listening to me, you should pray for me also. Let's pray for ourselves. Because you are not the only one in danger. I am also in danger. We must pray for ourselves that we are not fools. Because the world is slowly luring us to only honor fathers who make us happy. Fathers who buy biscuits for us. Fathers who give us toffees. Fathers who give us the things you want. Once the father annoys you or he shouts at you, then your, 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 your high fever comes. You honor somebody by paying attention to his words. Yeah. His words. That's one of the ways to honor a person. Please get the book. But I think I want to go on. The results of dishonor. Number one. You see, the opening scripture is John chapter 8, verse 49. Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my father. And ye do dishonor me, and I seek not my own glory. There is one that seeketh and judges. He said, I don't have a devil, 
because I honor my father. Anybody, once you step into, that's what the title is, the results of dishonor. Once you step into the arena of not honoring your mother, not honoring your pastor, not honoring your father, not honoring the father figures God has given you. Once you begin, for whatever reason, good, bad, ugly, nonsense, evil, good, nice, beautiful, not nice. Once you begin that life of dishonor, demons are entering you. And that's number one. This honor results in a demonic invasion of your life. When you don't honor, demons will invade your life. That's why Jesus Christ said, I don't have a devil. I have blocked devil. One of the ways you block evil spirits, oh Jesus, help me to pray. One of the ways you, somebody watching me right now, a lot of problems in your life are not because of what you think is causing it. It's because of your relationship, your honor relationships. It's called honor relationships, which is also a chapter. It's on the chapter one. The first chapter of this book is honor relationships. A lot of your struggles are traceable to a certain level of dishonor you have, you have walked in in relation to father figures. Anybody in the Bible who did not honor a father figure had demons. I will not waste your time. Luke 22 verse 3. The Bible says, Then entered Satan into Judas, being of the number of the twelve. Yes. The demons that cause struggles, hassles, and frustrations are the portion of those who dishonor their fathers. When Vashti dishonored her husband, the devils of demotion invaded her life. Because a husband is also a father figure to a wife. Yes. Yes. Why? I've already defined a, a father. A father is a person who causes you to exist. So maybe you're an accountant. Somebody caused you to exist. You are going to do veterinary, whatever. And somebody advised you to do account. That person is your father. The accounting life, there's a father. He, he gave birth to you. Otherwise, you'd be a veterinarian. So, so, where did you get that ring on your finger? That ring. Where did you buy it? Who, who gave it to you? Yes. As you have come to collect the man's pens, you've had your children taking the pictures, taking the name, and now the man has been bundled as he's, he's some useless man. Because now, you, you, are, you are a mother of three. Wowzy. Listen very carefully. Because life is a very long journey, you see. You, somebody watching me, you have misbehaved. But it's, it's, it's so well with you that you may even think that your prosperity is a result of your misbehavior. But I can see you in a room alone on a sick bed perishing 
and, and, and drying up in a room. Yes. You have to ask yourself a few questions. Sorry, as you stand behind the pulpit. Sorry, I'm preaching, so as you stand behind the pulpit. That's what I was lecturing. You have to ask yourself a few questions. How did you get to be where you are now? Who made you? That's why Paul was not... was not careful to warn Philemon. He told him in English. Was it English? (laughs) He said, take care of Onesimus. If there are any bills, when I come, I'm going to pay. I'll sort everything out. But be careful. Don't, Don't let me talk too much because you, Philemon, you owe your very life to me. Hey, I was expecting him to say, you owe your life to Christ. Or you owe your life to God. Some of you, the life you have, you owe that life to a human being. Better look for the person. Don't let the person, like when he thinks of you, the person wants to curse. And say you are working in Bank of Ghana. Bank of Ghana. You think Bank of Ghana can save you from curses? I said, when you think of your life, find the person who made you what you are. Because we are under pressure. That's why I want you to listen to me carefully. We are under pressure to abandon fathers. That is the spirit in the world now. We are under pressure to belittle their input. To belittle the input of mothers. To belittle the input of fathers. Be very careful. Be, honestly, I would have preferred that you had drunk nanwan or lactogen. Your judgment would be very small. But the fact that your mother's nipple entered your mouth and you are behaving the way you are behaving towards her, you have doomed your life. Doomed. Number two, does Anna results in you entering obscure darkness? Ah, that's what I said. Do, the, the, the word doomed is an English word. D-O-O-N-E-D. You are doomed. But in Africa, there's a tribe. The word doomed means darkness. Doomed. You are in darkness. Doom. Every light in you is off. Look at your beautiful face. But no man can see it. Because you are doomed. The light has doomed. When you dishonor your father, you are entering into darkness. You will never find your way. You will bump your head. You will bump your toes. Many injuries you have now are because of the dishonor. Proverbs 20.20 Whoso curseth his father or his mother, his lamp shall be put out.
curse your father. It's not see a lot of things like when you say you have like, like this verse, for instance. So whoso cursed his father. A lot of people say, I've never I, I, I have never cursed my father. And I I I, I, well, I don't know. I, I doubt if anybody has cursed his father. Because you see, what you think is curse is a curse. It's not what you think. It's not it. Yes. Some attitudes are curses. Some statements, some things you've said about your father or your pastor, it's a curse. You have cursed him. Jesus never cursed the fig tree. He never did. He never stood and said, I've cursed you. Well, at least my Bible doesn't tell me that he cursed. It is Peter who said that the fig tree you cursed. So apparently, that thing Jesus said was a curse. But Jesus never said, I curse you. So you have never said, I curse you, mommy. Or I curse you, daddy. But certain things you have said to, about, with, and around her, it's a curse. Kaluma Zatabaya. And your light, the light you are using to find your way to raise your children, to find your way in business, to find your way in ministry, that light has doomed. Number three. When this service ends, go on your knees and ask the Lord to help you. One of the chapters will teach you one of the ways. The chapter I love very much is honor with ease. How to honor with ease. One of them is honor with humility. Some of us need to go down our knees and pray for humility. To accept the blasting of your father. Yes. The shouting. It shouted at you. Out of the room. No, say, what foolish boy. I won't, I, I won't feed you again. Go and see your uncle to pay your fees. Some of you sitting here, your father didn't pay your fees. And so, it has, it has fueled your stupidity. And you feel big. You see in the way you walk. Okay. Soon, one of your legs will twist like that. You'll be walking like that. Like that. You don't know life. Life is very complex. That's why I said earlier on that some of you, you have misbehaved, but you are doing well. So if you are to write your biography now, you may think that to do well, you must misbehave. What you don't know is that life hasn't ended. There are more days. Fathers, when you see a a mother whose breast you sat, you must fear her. She's a dangerous woman. Christ, what's prophesied about? He said, he shall be for the lifting up of lifting up and the downfall of others. The same mother who lifts up children brings down other children. Just by her eyes. Just by the way she's looking at you. Some of you watching me, what will lift you out of the pit you are in hasn't been created. 
you will be there. You will be there. Until you bow your knees both to God and to the mother or the father or the pastor you have damned. Is it a nice message? I should stop preaching the message. I should stop preaching it. It's not a good message. You are going to cut a cake and I'm preaching such a bad message. Is it a bad message? I should stop it. Dishonor results in you being replaced. Hey, everybody has a chair. You see the chair you are sitting on? Spiritually, you have a chair. Marriage chair, business chair. I'm a pastor, I have a chair. I have a chair. If I catch you sitting on it on Sunday, You want to sit on my chair? Why do you want to do that? Why do you want to disturb yourself? <laughs> but that chair I'm sitting on, if I play with honor, I'll be replaced. So people have been replaced. Where they are now, it's not their real... No, 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 no. no. Where you are now, a lot of marriages are not proper marriages. The man you have married is not the real man you should have married. How can a woman like you marry a fool? How can you, you yourself think about it? Your education, your intelligence. How come? How did you end up with a fool? Because the original man who would have doted on you because you have damned authority figures. Part of your punishment is that you will be welded to a fool. Everybody has a chair, even if you are standing. You have a chair. And many people never get to sit on that chair for long. That's why part of the Ephesians 6 verse says that honor your father and your mother that we will well with you, that you may live long. That word you may live long, it's not just that you may be 90 years. No. Not everybody is supposed to be 90 years. You may live long on this earth means that you will spend a long time in places of blessings. Because many people don't spend a long time in places of blessings. They just go there after six months, they are sad. After two weeks, they are not there anymore. After one year, they have divorced. After this time, they are not there because, because there is a curse on their lives. Because of their honor relationships. I'll, I'll repeat myself. That phrase, that thou mayest live long on the earth, is not being hundred years. Of course, if it is, that's beautiful. But it also talks about lasting long. That you can't be supplanted. You can't be uprooted. You cannot be replaced. The chair you sit on is the chair you sit on. No devil takes you out of that chair. And the power to do that is not by screwing the chair to your buttocks. Is by honoring the people ahead of you. I'm sorry I'm preaching such a message as we are honoring our Father. 
Vashti in Esther chapter 1. She failed woefully to honor a father figure. Yes. I've defined a father. I said, a father is a person who causes you to be what you are, whatever you are. Who made you? That person whose sperm made you. That person who is the reason why you are where you are. It's your father. The person who taught you how to make sound, I hope he's not dead. If he's alive, look for him. Otherwise, you have cornered yourself. You have cornered yourself. I feel like stopping the preaching because you, you, I, I, you don't look. I, I feel I'm doing something very bad. Okay, okay, then let's, let's end the service. Resist. I, if I have a prayer for you, my prayer is that you will resist and overcome the temptation to challenge your father. Hey, God. Help. Let's your two hands. Everybody, let's lift up our two hands and pray. Let's pray for mercy. Pray that that virus will never enter you. I'm praying also for myself. Kazama Yandalaba. Father have mercy on me Have mercy on me That I will not stand And talk to a father Eyeball to eyeball Lord, Lord help me That even if he, his spirit rises up against me Help me to yield Have mercy on my soul that on this earth already I have problems, Lord. Deliver me from complicating my already complex life. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You can continue the prayer during the day. Vasti failed. The story is in Esther 1. The husband called for her. What? I don't know whatever. It's, uh, I, I, whether it was her dress or her face. You know, every man would like to show off his nice wife or his nice car or his nice whatever. I mean, there's something in the man. It is quite testicular. They called for her. He said, I won't come. Tell him that I'm also having a women's meeting. So, oh, women's meeting? But how did you get to have a women's meeting? Who gave birth to you to be able to have even women to talk to? How did you come by the women? How did you meet them? Is it not because I married you as a wife? So you won't come and show the, my friends your nice face or your nice dress? Okay. It's alright. That is how come we know a book in the Bible called Esther. Hmm. Don't let your behavior promote people by heart. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like you are a donkey. You are a promoter. Your stupidity promotes people. Yes. 
Don't do that. A lot of the promotions you are giving people, you should be the one enjoying it. But once you go down, it means somebody is going up. Any conspiracy to cause you to go down in the name of Jesus, clap your hands and pray against it. Bind it. She was replaced. That is how we now know of Esther. The complexities of the story, I leave it to you yourself to do a Bible study. Number four, dishonor results in you being lightly esteemed. That, that people who should respect you don't respect you. Yes. You, you look very honorable. You are a judge, but people talk to you anyhow. You are a very nice person. You are a rich man. You are a nice person. You are a pastor. You are a great man, but people just treat you anyhow. Because in First Samuel 2, Eli Refused. He said, Wherefore the Lord God of Israel said, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord said, Be it far from me, for them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. So one of the one of the um, one of the meanings of dishonor is to despise. Remember that the meaning of honor is to recognize. So if you are not recognizing somebody, like as we are here now, um, let's say, let's say our, our father Bishop Dagiwal Mills just enters here and he comes and as he, he comes and he sits down. I'm still preaching. Yes, the Bible says in John chapter 11, that, and Jesus said, and receive the power of God. I finish preaching. I make altar call. I give announcements. We share the grace, and there's not one mention of his presence here. Kadazamayana. He sits there and gets up and goes away. This means I've what? Despised. And God said, anyone who despises me shall be likely esteemed. Eli's children were fooling. But instead of punishing them, he chose rather to be quiet. Yes. And when you, when you recognize foolishness, you are despising honor and righteousness. And God said, no. You should have rebuked these boys. 
You should have said no to this one. And you allowed these things to fester. So by doing that, by doing that, even the promises I made about you, Eli, your family line, I've changed my mind. May God not change his mind about you. I said, may God not change his mind about you. May he not go back on his own promises to you in a dream, in a scripture, a prophetic word. May God not turn back. May he not turn back. I've changed my mind. Because I've realized that you don't honor me. Yes, so you'll be lightly esteemed. You will never be important to anybody. Dishonor results in you not seeing the power of God. When you don't honor fathers and mothers, you will never experience the power of God in your life. In Mark chapter 6, verse 2, and I read it as we end the service. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, and of Judah, and Simon? And not his sisters here with us. And they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty works. There is a place called there. Yes, there is a certain place. There are different types of theirs. One of them is a place where nothing powerful happens. Jesus could not do any miracle because when he entered as a man of God, they said, you, were you not the one batting at the standpipe, public pipe? Ah, but you say you are a man of God we gave you money to make three coffins. You did only two. Why is the other one? You have now come back to town and say you are a man of God. Why is the coffin? Why is the coffin? They rubbish Jesus. Can you imagine? The next time, the same Marxists, from there, he went to the next place. They lined up dead bodies and sick people by the roadside. He healed them all. But if where he was not on it, he just laid his hands once. Some of you, your life, you are just getting laid of hands, just some, some taps, taps on your head. Because you have failed to give recognition. That's why today, what we are doing, is to recognize that we owe our very lives to Bishop Daggerwood Mills. Yes. Some of you watching, you are not in a mental hospital because of him. 
I pray there is no pastor watching me who will prevent your members either actively or passively either through subtlety or through any other means you prevent your members from heading for their father and, 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 and honoring him if you have been given the chance to pastor a branch don't be a you will be replaced you will be replaced that's why I leave the rest of the chapters these are juicy chapters juicy chapters beautiful teachings the one I love most is you honor someone by adapting to him pray for you that nobody will replace you. Pray for you that demons will not enter you. I pray that your destiny will be intact. I pray and I ask that God will mercifully block any pathway that will let you end up being lightly esteemed. That people don't even respect you in spite of your stature. I pray that the demons that have neutralized destinies will not enter your life and, 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 and wreak havoc. I pray that God, by his hand, by his mercy, will put in you that special virtue of honor to recognize fathers, no matter how many they are, and pay your dues to each one. I pray for you that your mother, your father will not, will, not, will not feel an acidic taste in his mouth the next time they think about you. I pray that God will mercifully guide you into honor relationships. Honor relationships. I pray for you that no matter your handicap, no matter your weakness, no matter what life has dealt with you, through honor, through honor you will overcome that honor will compensate for your weaknesses. Honor will compensate for your handicaps. That through honor, you'll be placed at a place where it will have taken you 40 years to get you, but honor plants you there. I pray that the men and the women who have made you what you are will constantly be on your mind. That you will not confuse a father with an uncle. I pray that you not confuse a father figure with, with a friend. I pray that you will not, even if he has slept on the floor to play with you for 30 minutes, you will not be confused. I block confusion. I block familiarity. I block dishonor. I block demons from entering your life. And on this beautiful Sunday, all over, Zambia, Zimbabwe, Tanzania, Wherever you are, I want to ask you to lift your two hands and ask the Lord for mercy. I am also lifting my hands because beauty is not what determines whether people will choose you. Solomon said, 
The battle is not to the strong. Nor bread to the wise. Being wise doesn't mean that you have bread to eat. Being fast doesn't mean you win the race. Ha! There are slow people who have won big races. Even nature has taught us. Time has failed me to go on. But they said time and chance. Everybody has a chance to behave well. It's not just a chance to honor a father. Everybody has a chance to behave well. Everybody has a chance when he when is when his, his back is to the wall, he has a chance to be of good behavior. Interestingly, the same man who said this thing, that time and chance happen to all, is the one who said, if the spirit of the leader rises against you, don't leave your place. For yielding pacifies great offenses. Yeah. One of these days, a leader will rise against you and storm at you as if you've done something wrong. Meanwhile, he's having his own problems. But it's all a test to see what is in you. Oh, pray, lift your hands and pray and say, Lord, may the evil in me be neutralized. May it not express itself, at least in relation to my father or my mother. Lift your hands and pray. Lord, if it means inconveniencing myself, give me the grace. I want to repeat myself. Education is not what determines the destiny of a man. No. I want to say it again. It's not by being beautiful. It's not by being fast. It's not by being anything. It is by blessings and curses. And one of the sources of blessings known to man through the word of God is the blessing that comes from honoring fathers. Honoring fathers. Not to let a father beg you because you have what he needs. Wow. Wow. Lift your hands and pray. Pray for yourself. I'm also praying for myself. We are all praying for ourselves. Everybody is in danger. I have preached to you, but I'm also in danger. I've not finished my race. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm also in danger. I'm also praying for myself. Lift your hands and pray. Father, have mercy on me. Father, have mercy on me. Deliver me from destroying myself. Deliver me from taking my life into a path, onto a road that I am not even aware I am on. Save me. Have mercy on me. Let your righteous hand be extended towards me. Oh Lord, I pray when it comes to father figures and mother figures, no matter how I, 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 am, I, I, I have been, how I feel, deliver me. Deliver me from not behaving well. Help me to heal. Have mercy on me. Day by day, every day. Help me. Teach me to walk humbly. Teach me to walk in admiration and love and recognition towards father figures. Have mercy on me. I pray specifically for humility. Deliver me from the stupidity of pride. That leads me nowhere. Deliver me, Lord. Deliver me, Lord. Have mercy on me. That pride doesn't misdirect my life. Have mercy on me. Teach me to walk humbly. For you have shown me what is good and what you require of me. Micah 6, 8. You've shown me. Teach me, Lord, to walk humbly before you. To walk humbly before my fathers. To walk humbly before my mothers. 
so that I don't, I don't complicate my life with a curse. Have mercy on me. And I thank you, Lord, for all the children of Bishop Dark Lord Mills that the Sunday morning I've had the privilege to preach to. I pray that these words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable to you. May these words guide them. May these words change the direction of somebody's life. May these words redirect somebody's destiny. Oh yes. Even if nobody heard this message, let that girl who was supposed to hear this message today hear it and turn around. Yes, I pray. I pray. I pray that we will find favor continually before our fathers. That we will find favor continually before our mothers. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. And bring us to a place of true mercy. Mercy and exemption. Help us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I want to pray for you if you are not born again. That's what my pastor taught me. And I'm giving recognition to his words. That I cannot end a service without giving somebody the opportunity to be born again. If you are here and you have been far from God and you want to come back to him. I want to say, Pastor, I don't know how it happened. But I've, 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 I've gone far. But this morning, I feel that God can receive me again. If there's a place, there's room at the cross for me. Have mercy on me today. Have mercy on me today. All heads bowed and all eyes closed. And please pray after me. Say, Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. 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 I thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Which has come to me. Which has come oh to me. God. Oh God. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. I've gone far. I've gone far. But today. But today. I bow my knees. I bow my knees. At the foot of the cross. At the foot of the cross. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse Please me. Please make me new. Please make me new. Have mercy on have me. Have mercy on me. Today I declare. Today I declare. That I am born again. That I am born again. I have entered. I have entered. Into a new relationship. Into a Jesus. new relationship. I thank you. I thank you for this great life. For this great life. I thank you. I thank you. I love it. I love it. I cherish it. I cherish it. Let it be a part of my life forever. Let it be a part of my life. I am life born forever. again. I am born again. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Clap your hands for Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus.